you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys Podcasting. It is I, DJ Impact, and we have here Matt Michaels with us. Sin City Steve is here, and Rob Bossaleri is here. So, welcome everyone. This is our three count. We got three good topics for you, and uh, we welcome you to join in. If you're watching this live YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook, feel free to throw your comments in. We always love to see that when it happens. And uh, we also, if you just mainly download the podcast, you you rarely watch us, you can catch us every Sunday night. We do this around 8.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you're just following us on one of our platforms, you should hopefully get the notification when we go live. We would love for you to participate on one of our live sessions as well, all right? So with that, Let's jump right into our uh, our three count. It's time. Vegas bad boys of podcasting present. One, two, three. Count talk. Count talk, baby. Here's our first count. One. And this one is, there was criticism from some in AEW that Tony Khan didn't stop Kevin Sullivan from being let go. This is from WrestlingNews.co. All right, so this just reads like this. It says that uh, the fallout continues with Kevin Sullivan, the vice president of post-production, being let go by AEW on Monday. It was a decision made by Mike Mansuri, the senior vice president and co-executive producer. As previously reported, many people in AEW thought highly of Sullivan, and a lot of people were upset about the departure. It was added that the feelings is, quote, that the original AEW has changed greatly, end quote. Now, he had joined AEW from Impact Wrestling years ago. He built AEW's post-production team in Nashville. The departure was a big move behind the scenes in the company. In the late, latest edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer reported that the move blindsided many people in AEW, and Mansuri told Sullivan that morning that they were moving in another direction in 2024. Now, Meltzer wrote that Sullivan had no idea it was coming and it was given no real explanation as to why, just that it was Mansuri's decision. And the report continued by noting people in the AEW division didn't even know Sullivan answered to Mansuri and was said by those who worked in production that Mansuri being Sullivan's boss was never made clear. People in production believe no one else will be cut, although those on the team are of Sullivan's people. The, the report stated it was criticism from some that Tony Khan didn't stop this from happening considering Sullivan's tenure. And another person said, quote, another day, one guy gone, sad, great guy, worked tirelessly since the beginning, really understood the original mission statement and feeling or image we were going for, end quote. And others noted they were in shock about it. All right. 
Let's move over to you, Mr. Matt Michaels. This was uh, your story. Tell us, man, what's your thoughts? Well, it's um, it's interesting that this, you know, got a lot of attention uh, in the realms of uh, the wrestling. Uh, the fuck is going on? Jesus, is bowling? Who's bowling? <laughs> Rob, you fucking got a bowling alley going in your place? <laughs> nah, it's just someone's mic kind of goes in and out a little bit. It's okay, though. We're good. Go ahead. Uh, there's nothing wrong with a little in and out. So, um, <laughs> I'm talking about the burgers, you perverts. <laughs> I was still uh, saying, oh, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's it's just it's interesting that um, the defense was uh we're going in a new direction for 2024 which really makes no sense um <laughs> especially when the guy like no one had a clue that he was getting fired not even him so uh it's it's just a strange thing um what's even weirder is i think the fact that um the idea that people would get mad at Tony Khan for not speaking up. Let's face it. The idea that Tony Khan actually knew this was happening. I don't know if that's a thing. Mm. And then what does Tony do? If he gets all this backlash, does he rehire the guy? I mean, it's such a fucking, um, it's such a thing. To the right hand not knowing what the left is doing. And we're seeing this. We've seen this since day one. We've had our experiences with them. Um, and we know that there's no cohesiveness to their operations. You know, we're not talking even, you know, the wrestling right we're talking about the way the business is run right and um unfortunately this is a good example of people being blindsided people still on edge because they don't know because they were well, the whole crew was his team uh so are they being retained are they being looked at as uh you know guys who are dinosaurs to what they were doing uh now are they able to do what the vision and what the fuck is the vision for 2024 <laughs> right it's fucking it's it's production it's post-production it's not even like you know it, it just it's unbelievable that something like this can be so it, it's not a big significant part of the product right yeah but in the end now it's a big thing because of the fact that you know, it just got this buzz because they just don't do things to the point where things make sense. And then it gets out and people go, what the fuck? So, yeah. and by the way, you just let the guy who was loved by people in Impact go right before they're starting their TNA. <laughs> So guess who's probably going to have a job waiting for them in a couple weeks. Right. Wow. Let me go over to you, Sin City. Um, Kevin Sullivan, I mean, you've been watching this product for some time, so, so you know the importance. 
of 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 having what the job of Kevin Sullivan uh, does. What is your thoughts on this, and why did Tony Khan not stop this from happening? So I, I can't really give any sort of a in, in any kind of insight as to why Tony didn't stop this or, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But the fact is, is that this was a move that is is major. Um, this is yes, he's not on screen, but uh, to to break it down, in case you aren't quite aware. Uh, of everything that Kevin Sullivan did within AEW. Um, He was the person, uh, Kevin Sullivan was responsible for producing AEW's video packages, the Mm. countdown shows, all the hype shows related, uh, released online, excuse me, uh, to build their TV shows. Um, All of the road to whatever events. um, This was massive. And uh, I, I I think that Matt really connected the dots on something that was genius there. Um, TNA is doing a brand relaunch in, you know, a month. And yeah, who else are they going to bring in? But the guy who was responsible for a lot of the video packages and a lot of the stuff that TNA did, uh, which received critical acclaim. Uh, People love that shit all around the business. Even if you didn't watch even if you didn't you didn't watch TNA or Impact, you got some sort of enjoyment at some point or another out of the vignettes that that he created. Right. And it's it's a big blow to AEW. And I am curious as to where we're gonna go from here. But it it, it just seems like as if there are, you know, AEW's taking shot after shot after shot after shot right now. And yeah. it's uh it's it's this is one of those times that, you know, they're being put to the test for sure. Well, at least, I mean, they, they fired the guy who killed Chris Benoit. So. Oh, Jesus. Wrong. 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 Kevin Sullivan. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You, wrong. you know, usually people tell me I'm going to hell, but. Uh... <laughs> I respect yeah. you, Booker, man. Yeah. Rob, what's your take, man? I mean, Shatoni, I mean, listen, you, you, now that you find The fact up- that he doesn't know, mm-hmm. once again, as part of long-term storytelling, shows me or indicates to me that, again, like Matt said, one hand doesn't know what the other's doing. So it makes him look like a weak leader. I've always felt as Tony Khan was a guy who had a lot of money and was given a company. He was like, you know, Richie Rich, I want my own wrestling company, daddy. And he gets one, and he doesn't know how to run it. What a shocker. And things like this happen. Rob, would you say it's like Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) My thing is is this. Um, Anytime I've ever been in a company where there's a shakeup in that one administrative person that everyone respected and trusted, my first thought is, Christ, who is going to buy us? (laughs) <laughs> who is going to sell off this company and who's going to buy us? Um, who is really running this show? Uh, I mean, Tony Khan is there in face, but I don't know who behind the scenes owns the majority, you know, shareholder. Who's the majority shareholder or who holds the most stake in the company? There, where is, they can... there isn't. It's, right. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's privately owned. owned. So this is why I don't understand how something like this can happen. And he, and he does not get to the front of the line and go, whoa, what's going on? Because everything is about fit and finish. I'll give you a, a quick idea. When when AEW first started, 
there would always be this five second little promo where somebody would be hovering and you hear a weird sound effect and you see first it was Riho slow motion diving. And I went, that's just this cool little thing that would open up at the beginning of every AEW show. Then it was, it was the uh, young bucks doing a suplex off the top corner and you're going, wow. All right. There's a weird and interesting feel with all of the production work that they do to to just bring make the show a little bit more polished to give it a different look and then little by little they stopped doing it and it looked like everything else and Absolutely. all of those little effects that made AEW something different you won't say it out loud you know when something is not right it's like it's like asking someone to leave a review for a salesman and they go all right yeah he did a good job fuck it up Fuck up the job and how many people will complain. When you do something right, one person will applaud you. When you do something wrong, 11 people will chide you. So the fact that now you have a guy who is there trying to polish up the product so when it hits your television set, something about it reaches to you and it's a different uh, uh, it's a different field in WWE, which is all you're, you're targeting. You're not here to make a better-looking show than, than Impact Wrestling. You're here to make a better-looking show than what WWE provides, even if it was just uh, you know, countering NXT. And it doesn't look like that anymore, and it doesn't have to feel like that. And the promos are getting sloppier, and the reads and all of the things that they do are looking very mechanical. They, we even saw them say cut at one point. So if there's even 10-second delay, and he's in any way responsible for that... It- they, they got the cut thing from Moxley. Right. And, but yeah, <laughs> right. But Impact Wrestling did that once on uh on a uh Mr. Anderson thing where they had a where they had a fight and it was a pull apart, and then he said, Was that good? And then they went to commercial, and you're like, ah sh- fuck. But it's impact wrestling, you get a pass. You're not supposed to be an indie production. So if you get rid of the guy who was making the program look different and make it not look like an indie production or not another run-of-the-mill WWE cookie-cutter layout and format, um, that's a big deal. So who is taking over the reins is my next question because that's going to go a long way. That's going to go a long way. (laughs) Brian Danielson. Oh, God. All right. And he has a hard time. He's going to do everything. He's got a very singular vision for the company. Yeah. All right, John. My dad joke of the night. We're gonna move over into (laughs) count two, and this one is TNA teams with Endeavor for a new streaming service, CagesideSeats.com. All right. So the way this reads, it goes that Impact Wrestling impending rebrand back to TNA has made quite an impression on wrestling fans. It's not the only big relaunch they have planned for. The new year, TNA announced today, or actually this article was December 8th, that they're partnering with Endeavor Streaming to upgrade their subscription service. The streaming uh, of Endeavor, the owner of WWE and UFC parent company TKO Group, will team with the Anthem-owned promotion on TNA+. Uh, It says there's not much information yet what this means for other existing means of getting Impact TNA products, such as their Insider YouTube channel. Also, no word if it will limit other ways of buying pay-per-view, such as on Fight. But based on this, it sounds like TNA Plus replaces the builds on the Impact Plus app. 
that was priced at $7.99 per month or $72 per year with no additional tier for the company's big four pay-per-views. And uh, and that's that. So there's also was a huge press release, which I won't uh, read for you all. But if you uh, got a chance to read it, uh, yeah, you can uh, go ahead and check that out. So this was your story, Sin City. Steve, what is your take on uh, TNA Endeavor streaming coming soon? So I think that this is something that needed to happen. Um, quite honestly, this this is a, a a big move. Um, as far as Impact Plus being what it was, it never really clicked with a with a ton of people. And now, quite honestly, being under an Endeavor distributorship, mm -hmm. um, I think that they're going to be able to market this properly. Um, and it's it is very very telling. Uh, just how in such a short amount of time, how we're starting to see things take shape and starting to see Endeavor getting its 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 hands in everything in combat mm -hmm. sports. And, you know, it realistically with Vince largely out of the picture, this is something that so many people have begged for for years. And now that it's finally starting to take shape, I think that there are those there are those people that are loyal to non WWE wrestling that are discounting this and are you know passing this off. Um, I think that this is a this is a very big move, and especially if there would ever be any sort of like I don't I I, I hate saying the phrase cross promotion, but if you would ever get any kind of a an ad, uh, advertising, impact, TNA+, plus, whatever, on WWE TV. Or this could also, you know, have some sort of a working relationship between the two companies. Uh, which, again, is something that a lot of people have begged for and asked for for years. This is massive. And I, 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 there's definitely more at play than just distribution in my opinion got you rob how big is this man uh adding this to endeavor's uh, platform well i originally thought that given the trajectory of impact wrestling that they would find their content streaming on uporn but this is a lot better <laughs> um it's good i'm i'm mostly interested in the in the fact that you basically get to be the sloppy seconds for WWE because you would imagine that they're going to lump this in as a wrestling category uh, for streaming purposes. And now you get to now you get to have that ability to go. All right. By the way, there's also something called Impact Wrestling TNA. And now that's going to via WWE shine a light on our promotion. And you might actually see, hey, wait a minute. I see some crossovers between the wrestlers. Someone who was wrestling on the WWE is now on the Impact promotion. Maybe they have a different name, like Trinity, for example. Okay, well, now I, now this is interesting to me. And I'm not paying anything more, in theory, to now see their content as well. Um, so this is a good thing. Uh, I like the idea of maybe a forbidden door without Vince McMahon's ego in the way. Um that could open up a lot of doors. I, for I don't think people. it was his ego that was ever in the way, apparently, uh, if you ask some of the uh, ladies involved. 
Okay. <laughs> Look, the genetic jackhammer doesn't want you going anywhere. <laughs> no, but there, there's a lot of people. And, and, and again, this is something like uh, even some of the, the, the lesser known wrestlers, lesser known talent like Fandango. Well, maybe you could now pull him up every once in a while. And, and, and we don't have to do the whole gimmick of we don't know who you are anymore or you have to do a silly name change. Uh, maybe there'll be more crossover, uh, and that would be good. Uh, you, but I know there's a lot of contractual stuff and the fact that the guys are you know a contract for X amount of time, uh, and they're, they're like, this is owned by WWE. But now if it's owned by Endeavor, and you're like, this is spread up on an Endeavor platform on two different fronts, maybe we could start to see that crap loosen up. Um, instead of going, well, I, I don't know who Trinity is, but she's got all of this glowing persona stuff. We, we, we can, we can drop that crap and, and, and gets just focus on the wrestling and focus on the, uh, the cross promotion and getting people to stop saying, you still got it to somebody who's just wrestled in a different promotion for five years. And then the WWE fans have to act like, well, who is this guy? Where, or where has he been? Um, so it, it could be good. Yeah. And no you porn. No. <laughs> Let me ask you, Matt Michaels. Uh, part of the article read, uh, this was from the press conference. I didn't read it, but I uh, just want to uh, read it right quick. It just, this uh, one little paragraph. It says that subscribers will have a choice of a, quote, special attraction, end quote, membership tier that features access to full TNA Impact Wrestling Library and all TNA Plus special pay-per-view programming other than the four tent poll annual events offered at a price of $9.99 monthly or $95.99 per year uh, and a quote world champion championship end quote membership that includes all the perks of the special attraction tier plus the four tent poll pay-per-view events offered at a price of $219 um, uh, $220 per year um, hold on let me interrupt that option will give you the ability to see old footage of Velvet Sky changing in her locker room. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Worth it. Let me ask you this, though. Um, so, Matt, uh, now, granted, we know that under the current uh, TNA Plus, they, for 72 bucks, for some people, that's a really good value. They didn't necessarily have a whole lot of people subscribe. But, you know, for those that did, that looked great. Uh, do you believe, though, with the new tiers that they have, and definitely a big price hike between the two options, that it may cost, I mean, if it was hard to get people at 72, do you think it's going to be easier getting someone for 95 or $220 uh, as a price uh, per year if uh, with this new change? Your thoughts? Well, the first thing is, is that uh, <clears throat> the uh, just having Endeavor as the uh, company behind mm -hmm. the promoting of it makes a big difference uh the second thing that was in the article in the press uh i don't know if it was pre no it wasn't the press release of the article is the idea of um will fight tv still have uh the pay-per-views available like how are those tent pay-per-views and the other pay-per-views going to uh be affected by this um and quite frankly uh the honest answer is if you're looking at it from a fan's perspective, you're already a fan of uh, TNA wrestling. 
um, you're probably better off putting out the 220 bucks, right? Because you get the four pay-per-views uh, that you're going to have to pay for anyway, right? Right. Uh, on top of the, uh, you know, if you wanted all the other pay-per-views, you'd have to pay for them either separately or buy the, uh, you know, the hundred buck package. Or but it's cheaper package. to actually just go to the shows live. You'll probably spend less money going to Sam's town to watch him. <laughs> yeah, but, but they don't do every and a beer. show. But they don't do every show there. That's the thing. Uh, and also, uh, Rob, uh, you're and living... the plane ticket to Nashville to see the other two. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're uh, you're living in the past. Uh, it is the uh, it's going to be at the Palms now. They've moved up in the world, obviously. Not <laughs> yeah, only but the Palms pricing. is a station casino now, so you're back no, at square not. one. No, it's not. It's I thought not. Manuel. It's the yeah. uh, the Indians from uh, California who own it. And oh, that's been, I thought it. Yeah, I thought they sold it to uh, station casinos. No, stations owned it until the pandemic. And then they sold uh, it off. Yep. So and they God, still have a buffet. They they do. They do, Rob. And you got one thing right this whole fucking time. And it's about a buffet. So, <laughs> someone loves sticky buns, apparently. Speaking uh, of velvet sky changing in the dressing room. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I think, beautiful yeah, people. <laughs> I think uh I think that uh yeah you know it's 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 going to be something that with endeavor behind it and and remember too Anthem I mean Anthem owns access so you know they already have um the interesting thing is will this affect the uh free TNA station that you can get on uh Pluto so, you know, at any point, I mean, you can't stream it, you can't select stuff, but you can go on Pluto and just turn on the TNA station and watch old TNA and fairly recent impact events, uh, yep. you know, for nothing. So, yeah, we'll absolutely. See what happens. All right. Let's go into our count three. three. And this one is backstage note on Charlotte Flair's condition after scary SmackDown moment. Reports from sportskeeda.com. So the way this reads is the most recent SmackDown episode visibly didn't end well for Charlotte Flair as WWE's medical team helped her. Dave Meltzer now reports that he heard Charlotte was legitimately hurting after SmackDown. The queen took on Asuka on the blue brand this week, and even though she lost, all the intention was on how she struggled during the match. Now, Charlotte seemed to have initially injured her knee as multiple photos from after the match suggested she was in a spot of bother. Speculation also suggested Charlotte may have even hurt her neck during the match against Asuka, which ended up losing due to a roll-up. Now, uh, Charlotte Flair's status was addressed on the latest Wrestling Observer episode, and while Dave Messer didn't know the exact nature of her injury, the veteran journalist confirmed she was hurting, quote, pretty bad after the show. Uh, now, of course, considering their history, Charlotte Flair match with Asuka's always uh, make for much TV. All eyes were on the former WrestleMania opponent as the bout had a chaotic beginning with both women brawling near ringside. Now, the spot that seemingly caused Charlotte's injury happened when she was perched up on the top turnbuckle. 
While while we're not sure about the move Oscar and Flair were going for, it ended horribly as they both crashed onto the mat awkwardly. And Flair suffered the brunt of the impact as the referee quickly checked up on her. And for the remainder of the match, she looked to be in immense pain. Oscar rolled up Charlotte for the win, following which Flair was seen screaming, quote, my knee, end quote, while a concerned Charles Robinson helped her in the ring. All right. Let me go over to you here, uh, Rob. This was your story. What's your thoughts? Well, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it looked there was you know a, a, a point where they do the commercial break, and if I'm not mistaken, wasn't there a moonsault involved with Charlotte Flair, and she might have landed awkwardly trying to execute that move on Oscar? Uh, my big concern here is that she was going to be. Uh, you know, the protagonist in this story against damage control. She was going to be a central figure. It was her often teaming up with Bianca Belair. That's going to be a really large vacuum. And any, you know, speculations about Sasha, you know, Banks returning or anybody else, even if I want Jade Cargill, which may not be feasible, that's all, again, speculative. So you've got this big vacuum for the women on there. And you you're you're hoping that there will be somebody on the other end for Becky uh for um uh for uh damage control damage control not damage control but uh uh Bailey to team up with mm-hmm. you're going to need somebody on the other end for Bailey to team up with she's not going to go in on her own so it's just going to be Bailey and Bianca I don't know if those two would have chemistry uh obviously the the injury to you know charlotte is what's important to make sure that she's able to be healthy and recover or if there's you know not as bad as we think that's what we would really like for it to not be all that bad but it does leave a big hole in the lineup as far as the women's concerned uh that's that's the my ultimate takeaway from this because you've got more you and also really right now the odd thing about damage control is they're kind of like so-so heels. They're in this weird space where it's three Japanese girls and a translator. And they're not really doing anything. See, that's the thing. Both them and Judgment Day are really weak heels. They don't do anything all that evil. They just win matches and hold on to their belts. They don't spoil a lot of matches for other people. They don't do a lot of run-ins. They don't say you know evil things. They don't break stuff. Uh, so right now it's just kind of a toss up in the air as is, but it was at least an entertaining story and it was the new bloodline. It was the, the, the carryover. It was the women's bloodline where there's something new each week, but they need somebody to fight with. And now there's one less person. So that's my takeaway. I got you. Let me go over to you, Matt Michaels. I don't know if you watched the show um, or if you if if you didn't, but um, you know, reading what he's we, got gifts made on SmackDown. He's already got tons of material. <laughs> but what was I, your I'm take? So, sorry, I was distracted by the fact that Rob was talking about these women's holes needing to be filled. Oh my God! Um, I, I did not say that. I, I not at this time. I did not <laughs> go, go back and listen to the tape. <laughs> Let me listen, Matt. What is your what's your thoughts on Charlotte now? Uh, you know, uh, possibly uh, uh, being uh, injured and out for some time. Uh, can't wait to see when the baby comes. Ah, I see. Just saying. Just saying. 
She's either pregnant or is about to get pregnant. So what you're saying is Andrade filled the hole. <laughs> right. It was either Andrade or uh, she was one of the women that Rick was talking about between the ages of 18 and 28. Right? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Did they both say woo at the same time? Did you just have like a woo off the woo, 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 woo. Oh, Did I hear some punk say something about Charlotte Flair? <laughs> well, best come get you. I mean, I mean, if if we're talking daddy daughter issues, I'm sure there's a former president who has something to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, okay. I'm going to sue Rick Flair for copyright infringement for stealing my idea. I'm banging my banging his daughter. By the way, she looks like a man. She does not look as pretty as my Ivanka. And they said that they were going to change her name to Ivanka Flair. We're going to sue him for everything he's got and Sir Vince McMahon for taking me off of the Hall of Fame people. I was the best champion that did the WWF FND. They were two. Eddie, okay. The best champion that Raw ever had. This is true. You crazy man. Let me go over to you, Sis City Steve. When you saw or read about this man, what is your 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 thoughts? You know, the thing is, WWE has such a deep roster that immediately when I saw what had happened, I of course hope that everything's okay with Charlotte. Yeah. Um, but if if for you know, you know it's a deep hole to if, fill. If, if if the tests come back and you know there is something that is deeply wrong and she needs to miss time, then it's not like as if WWE is strapped for you know anybody to be able to replace her. Um, they have, like I said, such a a large roster and such a large bench yeah. um, that they'll be able to just they'll be able to just you know fill that fill that vacancy. You know, put someone in that hole. Um, well, according to Matt Michael, when the tests come back, the kid's going to have too many of the same chromosomes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 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 <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Not even going there. Yeah. You don't have to, Rick. <laughs> Woo! I always wondered how a David Flair came into existence. Oh Jesus! Oh man! <laughs> I guess it's time for me to ring that bell, man. <laughs> yeah. Poor <laughs> wise, but every kid looks the same. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh God! Please! All right. <sighs> Tell us we did it. That's our three count. Thank everybody again for hanging out, watching us, or uh, just listening to us on the podcast. Hopefully, we keep you entertained with all of our uh, craziness that we uh, we talk about on here. But uh, we appreciate you, and hey, we'll we'll, we'll keep doing it uh, as you uh, keep listening. So, uh, with that, we're gonna give our final thoughts uh, for the week. I'm gonna start off with you, Sin City Steve. What would you like to tell all the good folks out there? 
All right. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, also, very special shout out and thank you to all the brave men and women serving this country, whether you're doing it on lands foreign or domestic. Thank you for doing what you do so that we can do what we love to do. And last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, and general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code VEGAS at checkout and save yourself 15%. All righty, righty, righty. Let me go with you, Rob. Well, I'm going to be performing at Drunken Jokes. Ah. Doing my Donald Trump thing. Maybe I'll do Ric Flair banging his daughter instead. (laughs) 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 Woo! Ric Flair! Limousine Ryan! Jet Steel! Girl Stealing! Banging my daughter! Oh, God. Up and down the coast. <laughs> Nationwide. <laughs> and where where and where is uh where is uh what is it? Drunken uh Drunken Jokes is at 18 bit in the arts district off of Charleston. Okay. Take the 15 and, and uh, go to Charleston if you're heading by the uh outlet mall. It's right after that. Okay. And I'll be uh performing as the opening act at uh, Drunken Jokes so about uh eh, Get there about 8.30, 8.45. Great food, great comedians, uh, hosted by uh, a miracle, and you can find us all on uh, social media. And what day is that? Tuesday. 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 Ooh, perfect. Tuesday. Also, thank you much there, Rob. Uh, Matt Michaels, your thoughts? Uh, a uh, uh, very uh, uh, sad week here in Vegas for uh, people who uh, uh, just – you know, again, can't believe uh, that uh, we would have a uh, a mass shooting uh, again uh, here in town. Uh, you know, uh, very uh, it, it, unfortunate. Uh, unfortunate that now I think that um, we can honestly say that mass shootings go along with going to school higher education go to college probably going to have a mass shooting on the campus once in the university's history mm-hmm. so um unfortunately uh you know uh we need to do something about mental health in this country it should be available to everyone period absolutely this yep um yeah absolutely know. Uh, you know, it, it's one thing. Yes, um, sure. High-powered magazines do kill people, and it's you know, I mean, those are kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, uh, you know, a single bullet kills people too. So it's, right. it's it, you know, it's 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 not it's the intent, not the uh, the weapon uh, necessarily. So um, you know, we got to solve that. Uh, and uh, to think that in this town, uh, it turns out that it seems to be that the two mass shootings were done by white males over the age of 50. So you, you want to talk about something that isn't very, uh, uh, you know, commonplace in, in mass shootings in this country. Um, it's that higher age range, uh, you know, uh, apparently someone who lost his you know, his ass uh, gambling uh, did the October 1st. And this guy apparently didn't get a job as a professor. You know, the he was about to be evicted. So they wouldn't hire him. He snapped 
I'd also like to give a, a sign of respect to the two state troopers who died in the yeah. line of duty, who got Absolutely. hit by a drunk driver. They had their funeral procession a couple of days ago and uh, shut down a lot of the roads so they can have that funeral procession. Well, that, to was, that, was, Church. that was the first one. And uh, tomorrow, which is Monday, is the, the second procession. So you'll see uh, yeah. uh, that tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on, man, and um, all we can ask is, uh, yeah, they just, you know, try to be safe out there, and more importantly, um, try to, you know, if, if you know, sometimes you, we may be around people who you know look like they might need some help, um, try to help them in the best way you can, um, give them some sort of advice, suggestions, maybe help take them to this location that can help them. Um, you know, sometimes if we might have that inside because we're close to that one, but don't ignore it and don't think that that person is not capable of not doing any of these acts because we, you know, we never know what anybody's going through, right? So the best thing to do is just, just hey, uh, hey, man, you're good. You know, you, you need some help. Let me help you. Let me, you know, let me, let me, let me, let me get you somewhere. Let me get you to a, a better place. And, and I guarantee you'll be okay. So, folks, that's all we can do, you know. And uh, if we do our our part, then um, I, I think everything will will work itself out. So, excellent. Thank you for that as well, Matt Michael. Guys, we hope to see you guys uh, next week. We do it all over again. I know we're getting close to Christmas, uh, and as that come about, we'll we'll uh, have some programming and things for you there. But uh, until then, you guys take care, and we will uh, we'll see you then. Woo! Biggest bad boys of podcasting.